This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. We are dancing in the NCAA tournament. Not only the Missouri Tigers, but the SEMO Redhawks from Cape, winners of the Ohio Valley. Over 38,000 people watched the St. Louis Battlehawks. That is the largest crowd ever, not just for an XFL game, but for any professional spring football league game in our history. Congratulations to the Battlehawks and St. Louis fans. The Missouri legislature is on spring break. Not much happened in the first half of the session, but Elisa Nelson and Marshall Griffin will be here later to tell us things are about to get hectic. Missourians all over the state are taking an interest in wine. The state has over 130 wineries. Joining Cameron Connor and myself right now is Dean Volenberg from the University of Missouri Grape and Wine Institute and specialist Stefan Sommer. Dean, where did this winemaking interest start here in Missouri? I guess I'll begin. So what's really unique is, and it's not just here in Missouri, but it's throughout the United States. What we've seen uh, from the COVID pandemic is a lot of people decided to change their lifestyles. And so part of that was really getting the grape and wine industry. So some of those people are becoming uh, grape growers and eventually probably winery owners and opening up. And we've seen this explode uh, throughout the state. I, Stefan, training these people in a beginner grape school and winemaking classes uh, that helped them along. Uh, so that's basically what uh, started this impetus to really get moving in the industry with the pandemic. Stefan, do you, do you have anything that you'd like to add to that? It is essentially uh, connected to a shift in what people are trying to do with their lives. And I think wine still has that romantic um, flair to it. And a lot of people think that, yeah, it's a it's a worthwhile industry to be in because it wine is a, is a cultural good and it's it's always connected to something. One of the ways that I'd mm-hmm. like to really step into the next follow up question with that is, well, if there's going to be a lot of people that want to start investing in winemaking or in grape growing here in Missouri, the state has to be able to withstand that. It has to be a good climate in order for that to actually exist, in order for that to happen. So what actually makes Missouri a good wine production state, a good grape production state? We're still located what I consider in a continental climate, and we're in an environment where the business uh, atmosphere is really good. So we have what I would call lower taxes compared to any other Midwestern state. So the business aspect. And we have a Missouri Department of Agriculture that's always been uh, championing the grape and wine industry here in Missouri. So uh, there's programs, there's licenses uh, for winemaking that are, and plus uh, previously, well, uh, we did have some uh, tax incentives that help the industry. Uh, Some of those incentives have gone away, but the industry is always looking for a way to bring those back. Another aspect that's also very important is the um, the tourist industry in Missouri is is really strong. Wine is a is a very important factor in in tourism, and there are multiple tourist destinations within the state of Missouri that we can see a collaboration between local businesses and and local wineries, and it it all ties together very nicely. And I think that's an advantage that Missouri has over over other Midwestern states as well. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. We're here with two professionals from the Missouri Grape and Wine Institute to recap a great symposium they just held, why Missouri's wine industry is starting to boom, and what makes a good Missouri wine. We're here with viticulture specialist Dean Vollenberg and enology specialist Stefan Summer. One of the reasons that we're gathering here today is because there was just a wine... It was a wine conference and symposium that the Missouri Grape and Wine Institute just just held to basically recap a lot of these things. Can you describe what that event was like for anyone that wasn't there? Yeah, so it, it's, I believe this was the eighth year. 
And it's really unique in compared to a lot of other states that have any grape and wine conferences, especially on the symposium aspect, uh, where we get students that are here from MU, the University of Missouri, also students from uh, Missouri State University, St. Louis University, and sometimes even other universities in the state of Missouri. And those students are all actually doing work and research on aspects of either growing grapes or actually making wine from a large student body of people doing research that come in on the first day of the conference and tell people in the industry what they're doing. And that's exciting, not only for the students, but also for the industry. They get to see some of these students who are producing information that's going to help them in the future, but also potentially those people might become employees or maybe even open up their own winery and grow grapes themselves. The program is designed to fit all these different needs and all these different audiences. And I think that's that's a really, um, really appealing concept to uh, to Missouri residents, not not just those who are already in the industry, but but those who are just generally interested in learning more about uh, the grape and wine industry in the state. So it's a it's a three day conference um, with different focus points every every day, but it addresses the whole range of, of people by bringing in a, a wide variety of from the field. There right. are the big names in the game. You know, there's like St. James. And if you're around mid-Missouri area, you're familiar with ones like Le Bourgeois and things of that nature. What about, are there some more of some local ones that you'd like to highlight there that you would recommend that Missourians try out? Like a little sneak peek of something that maybe Missourians haven't heard of that you think would be a good one. So Cameron, I'll give you my canned response. What I say to everybody is the fact that, you know, everybody wants asks us, you know, what, what wine do you appreciate from Missouri? Which one do you like? And I always tell them the same thing. Since I work for the industry, I can't really give you a, any tips or ideas, but I go, I can tell you what bottle of wine I like from Missouri. And they always go, well, what is it? What is it? I go, the second bottle. <laughs> so there are roughly 130 wineries, 450 grape growers. And actually, uh, you can get from the marketing department or even go to the website and see maps of all the wineries that are here in Missouri that are close to mid-Missouri or even out far away from Missouri. Is there maybe a type of wine that is maybe just specifically from last year or that's coming on the scene this year that's really popular that Missouri's trying to make a push for that's from a certain grape that's creating a certain wine? You know, Missouri is well known throughout the Midwest and probably even onto the coast for two different wines. And, and one is the Norton grape, which is a state grape from Missouri. So that's a red wine. And also for very well known for a white grape variety called cultivar called Vignoles that makes a white wine. Uh, but we also have uh, other cultivars such as Chardonnay we grow here that makes a nice uh, dry white wine. Uh, we also have a Chamberson, um, which is the red grape. And what you should know about Chamberson is it's won the Governor's Cup wine competition for the last um, three years straight. Uh, so there's quite a quite a variety in, of wines here. Um, everything that goes the whole gamut and Stefan could talk more about this from uh, the sweet to the very dry wines. 2022 was an exceptional vintage. Um, there are a lot of great wines out there uh, that were made last year. We, we had a really a really good growing season, um, especially for the for the earlier varieties. It was was a little cold too early, um, so the later ones suffered a little bit. But there were a lot of great wines made last year. Um, so I, I think with the 2022, you can't go wrong. Uh, a lot of a lot of wines that um, are made from relatively unknown grape cultivars uh, when you when you're thinking about a traditional wine consumer 
looking for Cabernet Sauvignon, you're looking for Chardonnay, you don't really find those wines in Missouri. You find interspecific cultivars that are adapted to the growing conditions in the state, but those have other names. So it is it is always a conversation we're having with with consumers is when they're looking for the, the traditional European wine grid, but you find cultivars that are um, of really high quality and make exceptional wines um, in in that specific climate around. So I wish you both luck going forward, and please feel free if there's any new developments or anything else you want to share in the future, please hop back on the show, and we would love to have you both. But Dean, Stefan, thank you so much for joining me on Show Me Today, the Bruce Missouri.